So yeah, I feel like I feel like Mike and Mike in the morning right now. <laughs> it's Mike and Mike in the morning. I'm hearing, and we're talking about sports. <laughs> yeah, Brent Favre is coming back. He had ankle surgery. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I'm not making that up. Hello, you're listening to or watching the Tech Petition podcast from May the 31st, 2010, episode 60, Gargamel. Okay, this is Tech Petition, the podcast. We have a little video here. Um, um, but the people that we're talking to aren't on video. <laughs> I got my brother Clarence here. Clarence, how's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. Good to be in studio. And we also have Sergio and um James. How you guys doing? Uh, hey, I'm that that line moving behind you. <laughs> oh, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. All right, now. Uh, there I am. Wait a minute, I don't know what happened to the line. <laughs> oh, there they are. There Killing they are. Me, yeah. Yeah, you can see them now. Wow, what was that, Carl laughing? Oh, that was me. <laughs> that was okay. me. All right, let's, let's, let's go ahead and get rolling because we don't have a whole lot of time. Um, I'll go ahead and start off. If you didn't know, Steam has come to the Mac. Yay. And Portal is free for both platforms until May the 24th, so you have two days, or actually <laughs> one day, to get it. And it's a really good game. I recommend it. Have any of you guys played Portal? Uh, yes, I have. It is a wonderful game, and you oh. are a fool not to download it. <laughs> free! Free, I tell you. Uh, yeah, this is my first time ever playing it. I've heard all the hoopla and... Uh, I must admit, it is a a mind-bending game, to say the least. Um, Yeah, I love it. I love it. I haven't played all the way through it, but uh, as soon as I get enough free time, I will continue on. I think I'm probably halfway through it. But, yeah, it's fine. GLaDOS messes with your head. Certainly does. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Google TV is coming out. Have you guys heard about this? Um, they it was a couple days ago. They come out with an announcement. Um, it's going to be built into televisions, and they're also going to be units for existing televisions. And it's basically going to be Google Chrome for your television. At least that's from what I saw. Thoughts? Web TV. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> didn't Microsoft do this like ten years ago? <laughs> <laughs> it was before its time. Catch uh, up. Uh, apparently everything Microsoft does is before its time because you know they, <laughs> they they tried to drive the tablet and they didn't make it when they tried it but you know Steve Jobs does does it and it's a success and I mean this is the same thing here with the Google TV thing um, I mean it's yet to be seen if it'll actually be a success or not but um, I don't know Google kind of has their hand in everything everything indeed indeed they do alright I'm done that was quick Woo. Clarence? Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if the Google TV thing was in the Google I.O. event. Uh, was it part of it? Do you know? I have no idea. Uh, well, anyway, uh, there was a Google the Google I.O. event that happened this past week. And uh, Google actually announced uh, VP8 Kodak, which is going to be their, um, or the, what they're going to try to make as the ind- industry standard for uh, HTML5 video codec. Sweet. And um, I think a lot of consensus was on uh, H.264 before this actually came out. But uh, although uh, H.264 is good, there's a few problems with it. It is uh, owned by somebody. It's not open source. It's not free. Um, I think they recently uh, extended the license for any 
free video on the internet can use H.264 without any uh, problems. But it is uh, owned by uh, some company. I can't even remember the company's name. It's, it's not a free Kodak to uh, actually sell video with. Yeah, I'm just, I, I think this is good that they're going with the open source thing because I don't know if you guys remember from the early, early days of the web, um, uh, if you bought Windows, um, it has Windows Mini Player, it could play DVDs, but you had to actually pl- play, pay for MPEG-2 codec to actually play your own movies on your computer. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like back in the early days of the web, and it was the same thing with MP3 until they came out with the open source one. So I'm glad that they're just... So, so Circumventing? Not circumventing. That's not the word. Avoiding all of this is good. Circumvents, yeah, that, that'll that, that, that'll work. <laughs> See, when I hear circumvent, I think of I think of somebody like cracking the code or something. So that's why I was trying to pick another word. Yeah, I mean, and, and the thing here, they basically want to make this like the MP3 of video. A lot of people have been trying to make the MP3 of video for a long time. Ah, uh, yes, but it hasn't been open source. Or I guess the your stuff was yeah. Everybody used Divix, but it wasn't it wasn't free. But everybody pirated it and used it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, this stuff is going to be natively supported by browsers. Uh, I mean, of course, Google Chrome, but Mozilla jumped on, and uh, Microsoft is also going to support it um, if you uh, actually have it installed on your machine. So, I mean, if you have one video format that'll play in any browser, uh, it, it's just going to be good because you can avoid a lot of stuff that's going on with Flash and and and, and boy, what a, a year Flash has had <laughs> uh, with Steve Jobs and oh, his man. whole I hate Flash bill. Dude, I got to do a comic about Steve Jobs <laughs> like ripping Flash. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I said, open source... Uh, HTML5 compatible, you know, it's, it works in every browser. That's what we want. And this is just something I, I just thought of, not to stay on this too long, but, you know, with Google coming out with his Chrome browser app store, this is just another way for them to, to get into your house and sell stuff. You, you, know that, you, know that, you know that's going to be on here, the, the whole app store thing. So, I mean, they're smart. I'll give them that. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll go into my next story. Uh, school buses with wireless internet. Okay, finally. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you, you you can bridge the gap between your porn at home and your porn at school. <laughs> oh man! But I mean, I'll just start by saying uh, I I actually heard this story on NPR when I was driving to work, and um, they said uh, Wi-Fi on school buses. It, it it really surprised me. I mean. You don't think of that as being a service that a school would freely uh, provide, or even if it's not free, that they would provide to their students. But the thing is, um, this uh, occurs where, well, one of the places is going on is the Arizona School District. Well, one of the school districts within Arizona. And the thing is, these kids that are riding on this bus can spend up to two and a half hours riding each day uh, to and from school. Um... It's in particular the the Vail School District, which covers 400 square miles. So um, that being said, these kids are riding a long <laughs> way to get to school every day. And what better service to provide for them than to have them uh, an outlet to actually do homework or, you know, some even play games. But, I mean, it, it gives them something to do besides getting in trouble while on the two-and-a-half-hour ride each day. Um, 
for many for regular school districts, I don't ever see this coming to fruition. But especially for uh, those districts that have extended rides to and from school. Yeah, I'm, I'm just glad this isn't in our district because I would be pulling my hair out. <laughs> so, as long as this is somewhere else, it's awesome. Yeah, I, I just thought it was cool. I just thought I'd bring it up, you know. I don't know. I don't, I don't see much good coming from it. You don't see much good? I mean, kids... No, kids can, I know kids. I was a kid once. <laughs> I know, but you can you can get your homework done before you actually get home. I'm not going to get my homework done if I'm sitting in a big metal box full of my friends. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> They're going to jump on chat roulette. Oh, we're not going to go there. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> oh. And, I, and I'll go on to my next story. Um, they're actually making a Smurfs movie. As strange as this sounds. In the age where we've seen chipmunks and everything else uh, in the animated sphere come to life. So you, so what you're saying is, in addition to um, Watchmen and Avatar, this is another opportunity to see Blue Penis? Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> I hope not. I'm sorry. I can just... Oh. I, I'm sorry, but it, I would say it's a little late to try be trying to hit up the Smurf bus. I mean, that's like everybody, isn't Yeah, I mean, everybody who even knows what the Smurf Smurf is is probably like thirty five plus or thirty. Well, I'm thirty, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh my god, this is just like dark <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna get with that. And, and the thing is, I heard about this story uh, from uh, Four Guys Went Up off their podcast. I, I had no idea this was even going on. And then, you know, uh, I heard them mention, like, what, a Smurfs movie? And, I, you know, I did a little Googling. And, and yeah, look at the picture if you're I'm on the video. I'm there at midnight. Midnight. That going down the That is fantastic. That, that, just, that just sold me that picture right there. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to the Smurfs movie. <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> look at that. Look. Yeah, we'll put the link in uh in the show notes so you can actually uh click through to it. But yeah, you wow. have to see this picture of um Perfect. Yeah, Hank yeah, yeah. Area. yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy. Yeah. But that's all I got. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh look at the second picture, man. <laughs> good times, good times. Oh snap. That's not good. Uh, guys. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. You hit mute. I was like, oh, snap the culture out. All right, moving on. Who's next? Uh, I think Knotts is next. And Knotts just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody just dropped. <laughs> wow, editing, wonderful. Maybe just put, like, one of the uh, big service announcements screen right here. We's having technical difficulties. I guess we looked at too many gargamels, <laughs> and, and it killed my my 1.5 megabit DSL. Next wow. podcast is at Clarence's house. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. All right, we'll, we'll get him back soon, Sergio. Yo, what up? Technical difficulties. Yeah, I think we gargamelled too much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! I think well, yeah, there's Sergio. See him. <laughs> All right, bye, Sergio. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you next or is James next? Okay. Well, go ahead, Serge. You go ahead, I'll and go then when, when when James comes on, we'll get him next just to keep things rolling. 
So uh, we, we, we've talked about Sega numerous times with numerous little peripherals and downloads and whatnot and, and how everything from the Genesis just kind of gets smeared all over everything. Well, uh, now, Gen- now Sega's taking the pimp out of it and just doing it themselves. Looks like Sega... It has, hello? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, really, really freaking quiet. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, Sega Genesis Classics are now hitting the PC. Wow. <laughs> oh, man, I was hoping they were going to do a, a, a mini Genesis or something. K-Fusion. That's all I, mean, I got yeah, to they, say. They've already Go done, like, nine of those. Download K-Fusion, and you have every Sega game made. <laughs> Someone really needs to put together a chart of, or, or some kind of tally of how many times these games have been reproduced on different various platforms. And we just keep I, I, falling down the rabbit hole every time. Yeah, I, like, I want to try to buy every copy of Sonic the Hedgehog and just find out how many it is. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. The last time I bought a Sonic game was for the Sega Saturn. So, well, no, that's a lie. <laughs> the last time I bought the classic Sonic games was on the Sega Saturn. That's what I meant to say. And, and, and like, when they release it, it's always the same 12 games. It's like Sonic, <laughs> Comic Zone, Echo the Dolphin, Altered Beast, and Golden Axe. That's it. Yes. Then if it's a hit, they then add more games to it. Yeah, you're pretty absolutely much. right. That's wrong. Oh well. And uh, I, I don't know if you guys got the PR email. I mean, I'm just throwing this in here. The PR email from Hyperkin about oh, the uh, yeah. the Yoshi like system where they're like combining all these systems into yeah, one. It's like a Genesis, a Super Nintendo, and a Super Nintendo. Yeah, and it's got controller ports for each. And you can use the classic controllers or the wireless controllers they provide. So that's that's pretty crazy. I, we, I really didn't expect that. We got to get those guys and get one of those in. So I know you and James. I mean, you and Carl talk to them a lot. So maybe if if you guys want to get one, or if you want to get them to send it to me, I will. <laughs> I will uh, review it. I don't think they're going to send me anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I've asked for stuff, and they're like, "No, that's okay." Oh, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, dude, you, you, that that video was hilarious, though. I don't care. It was worth We're it. not compromising our journalistic integrity for anybody. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Moving on. Uh, speaking of integrity, uh, Megan Fox is not going to be in Transformers 3. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. Really? Darn. Who is Shia, Shia going to run she after him? Uh, she made I, some I, comments. I, I, they said, oh, yeah, we don't want you back. Well, I mean, Shia said, didn't he say that the Transformers movie sucked, the last one? He said the movie sucked, and he said in, the Indiana Jones sucked, too. Wow, so so they let her go? Is that what happened? No, well, she said yeah, she didn't want to be in it, and Michael Bay was like, good. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well. This is like Kristen Krug leaving Smallville. Her career is over. <laughs> Yeah, it, it does. I mean, Michael Bay doesn't sound like he doesn't take a lot of ish. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you got to look at it from his perspective. It's not like she was on there for her artistic acting ability. I mean, he can go find another hot girl off the street. I mean, it's. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but that's pretty much all she was was eye candy. So I mean, or they could do the right thing yeah. and take the story in a totally different direction. Which no, screw that. Go all, dark, go all Dark Knight with it and just recast that same part. <laughs> I hate that. You mean Iron Man? 
and, and, and cast someone uglier. That would be even better. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave that one alone. Maggie Gyllenhaal looks like freaking Jungle Ride. Oh, and next story. Yeah. Don't don't bash me on Twitter, Maggie. All right. <laughs> yeah, we, we wouldn't want another, for news. We want another ice tea incident that happened. Oh, we got to talk about that on the <laughs> podcast. All right. What you got, Jeff? So okay, uh, first off. Two weeks ago, we had the death of an icon, Frank Frazetta. Who's that? Uh, and you know who Frank Frazetta is? He is artist. pretty much the seminal comic book artist of our generation this century. Um, basically, his stuff influenced every damn thing as far as uh, video game, movie, and standard comic book uh, artwork. So what like, you're saying we would have 300... Watchmen without the influence of Frank Pizzetta. So he's the Hendrix of comic book artists, basically? Pretty much. Well, this man is uh, was so dedicated that he had a stroke and lost the use of his right arm. Like, it was weird. He lost the use of his right arm. He retrained himself to draw with his left arm. Wow. And was just as... Now, that's crazy. Yeah. So so what is some, uh, some of the work that he's, he's known for, uh, in particular? Shit. Well, it looks as if most of it was, like, iconic album covers. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did a lot of the album covers, but a lot of his stuff was, uh... Um... Like, he did a lot of murals and things of that sort. But he was very much known for his fantasy work. Ah. Uh, cool. Really? Like, if you got Frank Rosetta to, uh... To do some artwork for your stuff, you were you were high rolling. Awesome. Like pretty much, uh, like uh, like your Conan sword and sorcery stuff, your World of Warcraft things of that sort. That's the kind of artwork that you guys done. That just influenced lots of people. Yeah, we're gonna throw some of his artwork on the board <laughs> on the on the big <gasps> screen. Yeah. Well, rest in peace, Frank. Yep. Indeed. And, and uh, my other piece of news is Killzone 3 was announced yesterday and it will be in full 3D. And so so they didn't name it, they're not naming it Killzone 3D? <laughs> moment, no, That's too easy. Moment, no, it doesn't mean they won't. Um, they're going to have a lot of revamped gameplay going on with it. So is this um, one actually going to be good? I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> You're more welcome to say that. I enjoyed it. Now, the controls could have been tighter, um, but they're going to introduce uh, some new gameplay elements, uh, jetpacks. Wow, where did they get that from? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Come on now. That's all. Wow. Wow. Really? Jetpacks? Yeah, I don't think jetpacks are going to be anything like Dark Void. Oh, I'm thinking about Halo. We're talking about Halo Reach. <laughs> oh. Well, see, I didn't know anything about Halo Reach. Yeah, I mean, so I didn't yeah, it's like their direct competitor on the opposite platform. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, it's kind like, of strange. They're doing jetpacks. We're going to do jetpacks, too. <laughs> I mean, so... Uh, jetpacks in 3D. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, they didn't do the 3D thing. So, be uh, hovering I mean, in your in your living room. So, so is this going to be part of uh, Sony's big spin on their uh, 3D platform that they're releasing? Uh, I heard they're going to uh, do a lot of 3D stuff coming up. Oh, Actually, man. no. Uh, they talked about 
the developers said because they figured by the time they got ready to get to work on the next one that the 3D technology would be up and running. They pretty much said if they were going to do a third one or got the chance to, it would be in 3D. So they were just like, that's what we're going to do. I say, I say that they just need the, this generation. They just need to forget about doing 3D. Personally, I mean, not not nothing against Killzone because I mean, even if they were doing this with Halo Reach, I'd be saying the same thing. Because number one, you're gonna, you're, there's gonna be a performance hit. I mean, it, there's just because you're drawing the same scene twice. There's gonna be a performance. Yeah, basically, hit. Anyway, does, is it, it basically cuts your frame rate in half. So if the game's supposed to run at 60 frames per second for 3D, it's gonna run at 30 with the low end of 20. Yeah, I mean, what could so, I could definitely see them doing some of this stuff if they are like it's not going to be 1080p. It's going to be no. probably. It, I mean, if they're running it, these games at 1080 already, it's going to be 720 with both uh, with dual dual views for the 3D. So I mean, and the thing that bothers me about this is that most games now, pretty much none of them run natively at 1080p. It's being upsampled. So I mean, I can't even mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what what you know. I'm, I'm sure it's going to look okay, but ugh. I will and and check this out. This generation, PlayStation has completely set themselves up to have like the best naming sequences ever. You have uh, let's see, Killzone 3D, and then Resistance Fall of Man 3D, uh, Uncharted 3D. Don't forget about P3P Persona 3 Portable. There you go. D just add a D to everything. P3DP. PPS3D. <laughs> I still have yet to play uh, the first Uncharted. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, we're gonna roll to the deals of the week. Um, if you don't know, Walmart has this deal. I'll go quick. You get three Blu-rays for thirty dollars. Um, and they have some pretty good movies on here. They have Troy, which I enjoyed. Um, Triple X, which the first one was okay. Um, we have. You mean you don't like the one with Ice Cube in it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I quit that to Predator 2 with Danny Glover, and that's all I'm going to say. Um, Ooh, Ghost Rider. We have Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Replacement Killers, Wyatt Earp, Michael Clayton, 16 Blocks, The Last Samurai, one of my favorite movies. Purple Rain. Purple Woo! Rain! I skipped over there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, th- these aren't exactly top tier movies. Hey, we got Clone Wars, so RP. These again, aren't exactly again not top tier, top, not, yeah, not, not necessarily top tier movies. But um, if you're looking to bulk up your Blu-ray collection, and some of us are, because I only have one Blu-ray movie, it's Avatar. Um, hey, check it out, Departed, Departed. That's that's a good one. So, all right, and, and, and briefly while we're talking about Blu-ray, is it just me or is it has anyone else noticed how much the price of Blu-rays are dro- is dropping drastically? Well, I mean, Walmart's gotten smart because now they're doing what they do with their DVDs. Um, the first week a Blu-ray movie comes out, they like knock ten dollars off the price, so you can get like Avatar. Actually, this past week they had Avatar on sale for like sixteen bucks, but the week it came out, it was nineteen. Um, Pretty much, best, them and Best Buy, they're doing the same that same thing. But if you get it the week after it release, it's going to be ridiculous. Good stuff. Like, I don't know. Generally, you get your better deals like on release day. Like Best Buy generally has better deals on release day. Yeah, Which I guess would be part of the first release week. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, cool. Um, I'm gonna I'll I'll save Eureka for another podcast. So um, go ahead, Sergio. Iron Man oh. two. Oh yeah, so a movie came out a few weeks ago. 
Yeah. Have you seen it? Iron Man 2? For a second. She was using it for like like two like two like a minute. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't in it long, but who are you referring to anyway? Yeah, who who are y'all talking about? Oh my. Oh uh oh you just call her O? Yeah. You on the first O basis? Wow. So, so impressions. What do you What do you guys think? I thought it was better than the first one. That's really all I have to say. Wow. I I enjoyed a lot of it. Yeah. I I I liked it as well. I I do have one major complaint though. What's that? What's that? At the beginning, when you first meet Whiplash, and he goes to Monaco, how the hell did he know that Tony was going to be in the car? <laughs> You're absolutely right, because it was like, yeah, wow, Pepper, wow, how no. did how did he know that? He didn't Info. know. Maybe he didn't know, but maybe he. But Tony Stark has that booth that was right there. Also, Tony Tony Stark's a a self-confessed narcissist. You know, he likes to do a lot of his own stuff. Yeah. I'm sorry. It, it it just stretched the the realm of believability in that in that moment. I know that the 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 movie's about a dude wearing a suit <laughs> and, and he flies and stuff, but that's the part I couldn't get on board with. Is Other he, than that, the whole movie was great. Yeah, I mean, the villain was a lot better in this movie, like a thousand times better than than the dude that looked like Guts Man from Mega Man when he got in the suit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, la- at the last movie, it seemed like the villain was just kind of tacked on at the end. So we need a fight. We need a grandiose fight at the end. They were like, they had they had a bunch of names on the dartboard, and they were like, okay, oh, okay, you're gonna be the villain. Let's get him. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. Well, you mean for the first movie? Yeah, and I will say this too: you don't miss Terrence Howard at all. And I don't know. I don't know if it was because. I don't know if it was because. Um. Don Cheadle was such a great actor, which he is, but I'm just saying, I don't know if it was because of that or because they kind of, they. I mean, you see a lot of War Machine, but his his role was a little diminished in this movie, ever so slightly. He, you don't, I mean, he's not as prominent as he was in the first one, or at least to me he was, and I, do you guys feel that way as well, or? Uh, I felt that way, it's just like Don Cheadle just didn't have as much of a, I should say, uh, a presence? character going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, it's Don Cheadle. He has presence. Yeah, he has presence. Yeah. I, I, I like Don Cheadle. I don't know if I agree with his casting, though. I mean, uh, let's see. You got Will Smith. You got Martin. You got... <laughs> what are the other black guys that do mainstream movies? You got Denzel. Um, out of those guys, I think he was probably the best choice. You can always get Marlon Wayans. Wesley Snipes. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, Wesley Snipes out of jail, so he's doing movies now. They could have got him, but he would have been like... Give me that suit, <laughs> or I'll cut your throat. <laughs> uh, I'm also, I'm also the, the, uh, another thing that I hope stops with this movie is okay. I get it. Iron Man's enemies have their own suits. You've played this <laughs> card before. Yeah. Move on. But yeah, the, I, 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 I don't, I don't see them getting a better Iron Man villain than this guy. I just. Even though I didn't know who he was before this movie, it's just I, 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 I really enjoyed his character. I don't know why, but Mickey Rourke. That's why. 
Well, yeah, maybe that's why. But he was he was really cool. And dude, Scarlett Johansson is so hot in that movie. Oh my goodness! Like I don't she like she to me like normally when I see pictures of her she doesn't look that good. But in it, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the dark hair. I don't know what it is. But yeah, she's like hotness walking around in in the movie. And I'll just add one more thing. <laughs> movie video games suck. That's it. <laughs> did you did you drink the sauce? You drank the Iron Man two sauce. Yeah, I played the I played the uh, uh, three sixty download uh, demo. Well, I mean, it was made by Sega. What do you expect? <laughs> it not only was it made by Sega, they immediately fired the team that made it. They did. And they finished it. Yeah. Wow. I would have fired them too. Did you play? It? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, I got I got I got to keep Instagram shot open in the tab now. Dang. <laughs> but yeah, good movie. Watch it. Okay, well, I guess I'll, I'll move on to the items I have. Uh, has anyone here played Alan Wake? I like to ask it first because I have not played it. Funny story I w- here. That I would w- like to play it. <laughs> that game was in development forever. I went to E3 in 2005 and I got two Alan Wake T-shirts. Wow! <laughs> in 2005, and it's just coming. It's just not coming out this year. So all, all, all I know is this game better be awesome. I mean, I will say this is one of the games that looks like that uh, Microsoft is putting a whole lot of their um, marketing dollars behind. Yeah, it's made by Remedy. You know the guys that did on um, Max Payne. Oh wow! Yeah, it's made by those guys. So I mean, it should be pretty good. Yeah, so uh, along with the video game, we did get some webisodes, uh, five-minute short movie. Um, series that's supposed to be a prequel to the actual game. Uh, yeah, I, I was hoping one of you actually, actually have played the game so you can give me a little clarity on this, but has anyone watched it besides myself? No. <laughs> this would be the part in the podcast when there's no video where I would start clicking and watching stuff, but I don't know if it's going to work this time. Okay, well, since, no, limited bandwidth. Yeah, since nobody else actually saw them, I don't know if it'll make... Are they on here? Was just it's just one of the uh, the trailer for it, but since no one actually saw it, I don't know if it would make much sense for me to. to <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he, he, copied, he copied a photo over to my, my hard drive, and there's nothing in it. So yeah, it won't make much sense for me to actually talk that much about him. But I, I, I explain it. I, the webisodes don't actually show Alan Wake; they actually show the supporter that's going to the Bright Falls town to um do a story and um as this guy goes there um so much so much crazy events happen to him um really weird crap like you know one day he's waking up and he's in the woods and and it, <laughs> it's so funny it all started because he hit a deer that's all i know <laughs> i'm lost i need to play the game so and, when when he hit the deer did he do like the people down here in the south do and um put it, put it in the back of his truck <laughs> <laughs> i think he killed driving <laughs> But yeah, I'll just skip over that item since no one has actually seen it besides myself. But I will go to the next item, which is the Best Picture Academy Award winning Hurt Locker. Has anyone seen this other than myself? I have seen it. Uh, Okay, James, I ask you this. Should it have beat Avatar? Uh, That's a dual edge. On entertainment, and as far as it's, uh, like how well it did and everything else, no. But as far as actual acting ability as a character study, is it a better yeah. movie? 
Is it a better movie? Hell no. Yeah, I mean, this is the age-old case of the uh, Academy Award going to um, the movie, or not uh, going to a movie which the common person will see and they'll be like, what the crap? Because, I mean, although I found the movie good and I really enjoyed it, it it's it's nowhere on the same level as Avatar. I'm sorry. So it was like... Well, you understand, what the Academy Awards work off of, what they work off of is actual acting ability. That's what they're going off of. Yeah, they have a they, rubric, I assume. And I gotta tell you, Avatar was fun, but did not have the best acting. I'm sorry. Uh, Locker was not that much fun to watch overall, but had great acting in it. My job is to keep you all alive. I will not succeed. Not with all of you. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, that guy can't act. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> but but that being said, I thought there was a light, lot of great acting. That was actual. I don't even know if you can really technically call it acting. I mean, if they were doing face captures on the uh, the character's face and and then they're act, they're portraying the role. I mean, you still got to give credit to that performance. <laughs> and, I mean, that being said, Hurt Locker. I mean. It was an okay story. Of course, it was a lot of good acting. And if you haven't seen about now, sorry, I'm going to give a spoiler. It's all about this group or this uh, unit in the army which actually goes to defuse bombs. It's actually about one guy, really. Just everybody else is a supporting cast. It's a character. It's about the group. It, <laughs> it follows the group. <laughs> but, it, yeah, okay, you, you can say it's about the one guy, but it follows this squadron or this group. I don't know what you call it, a unit. It follows these three guys, like James says, mainly one character. Um, and I think the acting was good, but it's, it's, it was nothing groundbreaking to me. I mean, I, I just don't see it to where it should have beat out Avatar. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you understand, also, they're not, it, it, they're not really going to give best picture to something that's so heavy on G like that. Uh, didn't Titanic win best picture? <laughs> Yeah, but it wasn't heavy on CG like Avatar. Um, I mean, at the same point, I think they it still... It wasn't heavy on CG in the fact of the people and the acting. But you have to give those they actors credit Avatar for their performance, though. Like, I, I don't, it, it, I don't, it doesn't matter how much CG was put on the faces. Th- then you just give the Oscar to both the actor and the CG artist. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't I don't know. It's, it's a hard, hard case. I mean, I... I think I just, I just think somebody at the academy didn't want to give James Cameron an Oscar. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> let's just let's just put it out there. <laughs> I mean, like I said, Hurt Lock Hurt Locker is a great movie. There's some points on it that that really you know have you you grab me your heart. You know, it's it's really heartfelt. I mean, it's it. I mean, the relationship he had with the young the young boy selling the DVDs and what happened to him. I thought that was really good. But I mean. Like I said, it was nothing groundbreaking. And, of course, the movie never goes to the movie perceived as the best movie by everyone besides the Academy Awards. Well, my thing is this. Had anybody, had any of you heard of this movie before the, before the Oscars? It, it like, only went to, like, 500 yeah. theaters. It didn't even go to that many theaters. No. It was, like, the most pirated <laughs> movie. I mean, let's see. It actually, on that note, they're like uh, the produ- I guess makers of the Hurt Locker. They're like doing retroactive um, subpoenas to everybody that downloaded the movie. Uh, 
since it w- wasn't even available in the U.S. Uh, it's only, what, 500 theaters. A lot of people that saw it early on actually pirated the movie. So what they're doing is they're retroactively going back and uh, subpoenaing these uh, ISPs and finding everybody who actually downloaded these, I guess, seeded illegal copies that they had on the Internet. Talk, okay. talk about biting the hand that feeds yeah, you. I mean, I'm going to stand on my soapbox for a second. America, <laughs> listen to me. All right. Look. <laughs> The problem with these companies is they think a download equals a lost sale. And I'm I'm not trying to play the devil's advocate here. I'm not trying to excuse piracy because, you know, I think I think there's a gray area there. You know, I'm not saying it's absolutely wrong. I'm not saying it's absolutely right. But what I do think is a lot of people that download stuff wouldn't have bought it in the first place, you know? I would say most people, actually. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, you know, just because I... <laughs> I mean, y'all get what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, and to that point, mm-hmm. the, the movie wasn't even a wide a wide national release. I mean, you're hearing all this buzz about an Academy Award winning film that's out there, and it's getting all these great rev- reviews, excuse me. But no one has access to it. What are people going to do? On them. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's their fault. fault. Their fault. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's, it's just weird to me. <laughs> and I wish I had the stats because I heard it. it was actually a story I heard on the uh, news, and they were telling about how much the movie actually grossed uh, domestically and uh, versus how much they spent to make it. And it wasn't very much that it grossed domestically, which is a, a direct result of it not being in that many theaters. And even if it had been, for that type of movie, it wouldn't have had great sales. I mean, just to be quite honest with you. It wouldn't have had great movie sales. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it is the lowest budget uh, budgeted film that ever won Best Picture. <laughs> yeah, I, well, it was $32 million or something like that. It wasn't very much they made it with. Well, I mean, it's just a bunch of people with cameras in the desert. I mean, how much can it cost? It's great acting. Well, it, it is up because, I mean, they had a couple guys that were really good because they had Ray Fiennes was in there. Was that, was, was that the dude to play Voldemort on Harry Potter? Yeah. Ha ha, I recognize the name. I don't even remember, man. What, who was he in the film? He was the guy that, one of the mercenaries, that got shot. Like, he was leader of the mercenaries, and he got popped from the dead in his gut. Like, he got to see him get popped. Oh, yeah, he, he was, was in, he was in life like, for a minute. <laughs> Cameo! Yeah, I think we've, we've buried this one in the ground. We better move on. Modern Warfare. <laughs> Sergio and James. So what are we playing? So, uh, yeah, I'm playing, I played Modern Warfare 2, and, and that was like two two years um, too early. <laughs> because I was scheduled to play it in 2012. Extreme! Soldiers in these automobiles. Yeah, the, the, the reason I played it is because... I played Call of Duty 4 and it blew my mind hole. So I immediately had to borrow Modern Warfare 2 from my dad and be like, I'm playing this now. And it's a bunch of the same except <laughs> no story. Turned, like, it, it, uh, do I? No story at all. Zip. It, well, it, it has a story. More of a story than the first one. Uh, yeah, but it, yeah. it, it it's like a living Tom Clancy novel. Like It should be Tom Clancy's Modern Warfare 2. Because everything is just like ratcheted up to to eleven. Extreme. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's some intense shit to that campaign mode, and there's some places that are overly hard. Yeah, oh yeah, there there are sections that are just just ridiculous. 
Yeah, I just want to stir a bit of doo doo for a second. Um, everybody's like, "Oh snap!" Infinity War is gone, but dude, I was—I I actually thought that I think that Black Ops is looking kind of nice, personally. What do you—what do you guys think? Wait, when? Call of Duty Black Ops, the new one that Treyarch's making. Is oh, coming dude, out this year. Dude. I'm really that, interested that in playing. That trailer's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the trailer. What's significantly different about this one? I don't think there's a whole lot that's different. It, it's just <laughs> cool. It's, like, one of the characters looks like freaking um, Ben Stiller from Tropic Thunder, but other than that, <laughs> other than that, it's awesome. Yeah, it, it looks like it's going to focus on uh, the elements of the military that we aren't supposed to know about and the crazy stuff that they do to get information from people. I guess the question would be, how, how do they know about them? So it's going to be like Splinter Cell, but good? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so, so, oh, I don't know. Convi- the conviction, uh, conviction demo was actually Disclaimer. pretty good. I, uh, conviction. I guess we can talk about that later, but the conviction demo is pretty good. I will say that. Love to check it out, man. Forgotten Sands, what's this? And there uh, is a ga- another game to a movie. Or a movie yeah, to a yeah. game. I don't is know how you car- say is it. Is this a cartoon, Prince of Persia, for like GBA? No, no, no. It's much weirder than that. It, it's the Prince of Persia, the, the same prince from the last generations of consoles, like the Sands of Time guy, the Warrior Within guy, the Two Thrones guy. So the emo prince. Well, right before he became emo. <laughs> <laughs> like, this this takes place between the first and second games, and it's supposed to, like, bridge the gap, but it, in short, it's just... A chance for Ubisoft to make some money off of this movie that's coming out. It's not based on the movie. Uh, it's not. It's not even the same character that's in the movie. He kind of looks like Jake Gyllenhaal, but he doesn't. So no chesty Jake. No Jake no. Gyllenhaal at your every whim. No, no, no. A brokeback Persian. <laughs> but. It plays just like First Prince of Persia, but it also adds a, like, elemental powers. You can use water and wind and stuff to kill people. and it, it looks as if they wanted to put huge production dollars behind it, and then they said, eh, fuck it. Let's treat it like a movie game. About halfway through the process, because it's really ugly. Uh, the frame rate is janky. Um, Ouch. But if you like Prince of Persia, it's solid. But it's obvious that it's not a top-tier game, and it's it's kind of a back-burner release for Ubisoft. Yeah, it's kind of funny since the movie is getting the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean treatment. I mean, <laughs> you, would, yeah. you would think that they would actually put money behind a game, which is actually known for the game, and not, you know what I'm saying? The, the game is why we have the movie. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and and, and, and the, the what's strange is it, it does call back to the gameplay of the previous generation, and games as a whole have moved on so much since then like naturally i see assassin's creed as the next evolution of that type of game and taking this backwards so far really feels like almost nostalgia for something that ain't old yeah they should they should have just released like an what anthology or all the games all the previous games on one disc or something (laughs) That would, like they did with God of War. That would have been great. Yeah, that would have been a good movie tie-in. Not, you know, they didn't yeah, actually... they should have done that and just released like a picture of Jake Gyllenhaal as Prince of Persia on the cover. <laughs> be like, Prince of Persia, <laughs> Evolution or Revolutions or, or some, one of those all-encompassing names like Revelations or something. 
Maybe. There's already been a Prince of Persia revelation. There has? <laughs> yes. Gosh. It was on the PSP. Wow. But I'm enjoying it. Like I'm not, don't don't take it as, as if it's a bad game because if you like Prince of Persia you'll just don't expect it to blow your mind. Word. Gotcha. Alrighty, um, I'll, I'll be blunt. Um, Quad Core is a new Ducor. Um, if you notice the article that I wrote earlier this week, um, my PC What's gaming techvision.com actually. Oh yeah. Um, my pre PC games on the cheap um section or column has been changed to PCs on the cheap because this isn't about gaming. But anyway, um, AMD has released the Athlon Two. You know they've changed the name so it's not a Phenom, but it's Athlon Two X Four, which is a four core processor. Um, each core is running at, I think it's 2.8 gigahertz, or somewhere close to that, and it's only 99 bucks. That's, that's, that's four cores for less than oh, 100 bucks. Actually, it has dropped $3. It is now $96. Okay, so it's still four cores for less than 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Work that with me here, people. <laughs> but yeah, I really need this because crunching HD video on a dual core just, is just not going to cut the mustard. Yeah, and I- yeah, uh, you know, I just said one of the cool things that I that you told me about this is uh, unlike the Intel side of things, when they release a new or up the cores or a different processor, you can actually uh, it actually conforms to like the current your current motherboard. Yeah, they're taking a Nintendo DS approach here, where um if you have an AM2 or AM2 plus motherboard, you can take any of these new processors as long as it supports the wattage, which mine will support this, but it won't support the higher phenom. Um, two X sixes, which just came out because they're 100, and, I think 25 watts or 145 watts. Because my max wattage on my motherboard is 95, so this one will work. But as long as as long as your motherboard can handle the wattage, you can use one of these new processors. So, like, I could yank my processor, my my Athlon two X two or my Athlon X two. I can't remember exactly what it is, but anyway, I can yank it out, throw this processor in here, this processor right here, throw it in there, and it won't skip a beat. It'll actually Skip less beats. <laughs> wow. You blew my mind with beats that between one. beats. Skip less beats. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, um, Anantec wrote a review. Um, I don't have the processor. I plan on getting it within the next couple months. But they give a rundown of the benchmarks. And man, I'm telling you, CPUs don't matter that much with gaming. Cause like these, like these Core i7s, these these Athlon twos, these Phenoms, they're all within ten frames of each other. Like, <laughs> wow! <laughs> it like these games are really, 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 they're really GPU bound. The new ones are so. Yeah, check it out. Awesome. awesome. Uh, yeah, and I'll go ahead to uh, my tech. Uh, device I have to talk about today is uh, actually the Samsung CO1U USB Studio Condenser Microphone which um, yeah I, I got this well let me just say I got it I got this microphone microphone off of uh, Best Buy Auctions for uh, about 20 bucks a little bit less I think it can be had from uh, from the retail uh, official retail price of about $39 um, yeah, if you're watching the video, I'm actually holding it up right now. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a cool microphone, USB. You know, you don't have to have the uh, standard j- uh, microphone jack to actually plug it in. Um, 
bad thing about it. Uh, it 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 does not sound anything like I expected it to. You know, you, you, you can't go around throwing the word condenser microphone all willy nilly, and that and that's the impression I got from actually testing this and using it. Um, as to oppose to these condenser mics that we're using. Yeah, you're using you're using a condenser right. <laughs> yeah, now. As, as opposed to these we're moving, using now, um, the sound just isn't there. And I don't know if it has more to do with it being a USB interface rather than uh, the regular standard jack interface. But yeah, um, I'll be posting a review on it. But uh, don't always think you're getting what you think. <laughs> don't always <laughs> go with with just the wording it says and think you're getting something awesome. Because I thought condenser was a synonymous with a sound that I thought I would be getting with this microphone, and obviously I did not. So, yeah, that's that's really all I have to say there. The only thing that worries me about a USB condenser microphone is that um, it's USB. Condi- <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah, that that, but not USB in and of itself. It well, I guess sort of, but you know, um, condenser mics they aren't they aren't um, passive mics; they're active mics. So they you have to have a power source. And um, the the general term is phantom power. It's you have to have it's plus forty eight volts that has to be run into the the microphone for it to um to carry the signal from the diaphragm. And I just I, I don't know the technical specs of USB, but I just don't know if that works that power over USB because I know this hard drive here doesn't use that much power, but some types of USB hard drives have to have two USB USB plugs because it can't pull enough power off of one port. So it just that kind of worries me. Yeah, and and then it, to that point also, I also think it could be a problem with just them having different SKUs because there is a higher SKU for uh, their USB uh, oh, really? condenser microphones, okay. and it could be the case where they just cheaped out on this one just to have a, a low end version of it. So I mean, which happens a lot with. Many products. So, well, you, you you said that you you thought the condenser was synonymous with a certain sound. Do you, do you think it may not be an issue of quality, more of an issue of uh, expectation? I mean, it could be. It could be. I, I will say that. But <laughs> this this mic doesn't sound anything like other condenser mics that I've heard. And if I can, I'll splice in a, a, a short bit uh, to throw in on the end of the podcast just so people can hear. Because I don't want to make it sound like I'm just, you know, dogging a microphone. Because I, I think it's a really cool interface. Looks like a really well-built hardware, but it's just not delivering the sound I thought it would. And that could be... Um, I mean, that can be apples and oranges as far as, you know, it, it's just like what I expected to be versus what it's supposed to be. So, I mean, which happens a lot <laughs> with consumer <laughs> electronics, so I, I don't know. But, yeah. But, yeah, that's all I got. And awesome. Is, is that it? Do Are we finished? I think that's it. I, I think we are. Um, plugs. Anybody got any plugs? Visit the site. Uh, yeah, yeah, check out the podcast. Hey, follow us on Twitter. Ho- hopefully, the video won't suck. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Become a fan on Facebook. Check out the site. Um, and all that jazz. Um, you don't have any fan mail. So, uh, not this week. No, all right. I'll make up something and, and, and we'll read it out for next week. Did, did I ever mention the uh, comment that we got on Twitter from from some? I can't see one. This lady I cannot remember her name, but she 
Uh, I can't remember her handle, excuse me. But she actually commented on the podcast and, and they said that she got some good information from us. So, oh, really? Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'll see if I can dig up the tweet. But, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, I try to dig it up and put it in the uh, show notes. Tell your family. Well, don't tell your family. Tell your friends. <laughs> we get a little NSFW here sometimes. So, um, tell your friends over 18 or not. And, um,. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. I can't, I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel burnt and dusty.